So Canada is going to freeze the bank accounts of these protesters, the truckers. Uh, it's coming from Business Insider. says Canada freezes bank accounts. Canada is to freeze bank accounts. Canada says it will freeze the bank accounts of truckers who continue to form freedom convoys. On Monday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau declared a national emergency to combat the protesters. Says Can Canadians, uh, Canadian truckers have been protesting the mandates for weeks by blocking streets and bridges. The Canadian government has warned that it will freeze the bank accounts and suspend the vehicle insurance of truckers who come to form blockades and protests of mandates as the country declares a national emergency to quell the resulting gridlock. Um, and it says here, again, this is from Business Insider. This article is from Business Insider. It says here, uh, quote, this is about following the money. This is about stopping the financing of these illegal blockades. Uh, that's what the Canadian Deputy Prime Minister, uh, Christia Freeland, uh, at a press conference on Monday. That's what she said. I, I think it's a she. Um, so they're calling this protest illegal. <laughs> it's amazing to me how, and, and again, I, I hate to keep harping on this, but it's amazing to me how these people, these people, uh, constantly throw these words and terms out there. They throw the word illegal. They are setting the precedence. They are, they are trying to, they are trying to get, they're trying to normalize the idea that protesting is illegal. Like it's not a, it's not a given, a God given right. Your voice is not to be heard. Okay. They're normalizing you censoring yourself. Again, this is what all of this, uh, censorship is about on social media they are they are normalizing you censoring yourself now there are people that have there are people that have tricked the system and they managed to change their language so that they can stay on youtube stay on twitter but even in that they are normalizing they're, they're making it normal for you to censor yourself. Why? Because what the the elites, the powers that be, you know who I'm talking about. They want to turn the whole entire world into China. I'll, I'll, I'll use that as an example. I'll use China as, a, as an example, right? You don't have freedom. The, the the state runs, the government runs you. The government is your God in China. Okay? Period. You say the wrong thing in China, you could disappear. They come get you. There are people that follow a certain religion in China. They leave home to go to work and they never come back home. Trust me, I know a lot of Chinese people. Believe me, I've worked around a lot of Chinese people. I know. Um, I, I know some of the horror stories. Okay? And they're trying to normalize. You, you, you don't have freedom of speech in China. Forget about it. You say the wrong thing in China, you disappear. Social credit score, you know, you say the wrong thing, your your social credit, your credit score drops. That's what they're setting up now. So the freezing of the of the 
bank accounts of these protesters and people that support the protesters, right? Not just the not just the protesters, but people that are donating to the protests. They're freezing their accounts. This is China. Canada is now becoming China. And I just wish that people had a start. Listen to me. I wish people would have had some had a sense of urgency two years ago when this mess started, right? With the lockdowns and the mandates and the restrictions. I wish people were as pissed off as they are now back then. I heard someone say, and I can't remember who said it, but um, I think it was Richie from Boston. I believe it was Richie from Boston. Um, but he said that these people have had a two-year head start on us. The globalists, they've had a two-year head start. They've had two years to sit back and watch us collect data, collect information to see how we would react. That's not good. And I hate to be, again, I understand that a lot of people are, are um, cheering on the truckers. And I'm and listen, trust me, um, I'm always skeptical, skeptical. People call me a, um, I, I don't know, pessimistic a-hole, you know, um, I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm a Donald Downer, I guess you can say, right? I always bring the bad news. (laughs) Bad news brown, right? I bring you the bad news every 60 minutes. Uh, But even though I understand people are cheering on the truckers, I still see things from the globalist perspective. I look at things from the perspective of the elites. And I say to myself, why would they allow this protest to happen in the first place? They could have rolled the police out. And that's another thing people don't, a lot of people in America don't know, that they're rolling police out. They 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 have uh, Trudeau has set up some kind of national emergency. Uh, they have law enforcement out there. I believe he may even have military personnel. If I'm wrong, don't quote me. Okay, but they could have done that at the beginning of the protest. So the skeptic in me, right, is asking the question: Why did they wait until now? So it makes me think that they that uh, Trudeau and the globalist elites, his puppet masters, wanted this protest, this trucker protest, to happen, so that they could uh, collect information, names, data, and sit back and watch and see how the people respond. Not just in Canada, but here in America also. Right? So people gave to GoFundMe. So they shut GoFundMe down. Then they had gifts, uh, gifts and go. And then they're threatening to freeze bank accounts. Again, let me get back to this. Um, This is what the uh, Canadian Deputy Prime Minister said at a press in um, on Monday, a press conference on Monday. This is what this is what was said. "Quote: This is about following the money, data, information, right? Data and information." I hate to, I hate to, you know, I hate to quote Alex Jones or whatever, but we are in an info war, right? This is an information war. 
They want your information. They want to know who's who. That was the whole reason for social media becoming a thing in the first place. So that they could collect data, get information, see who's who, who's talking about what. This is why I don't give a damn, right? And people say, oh, why don't you go do this and that? And you've had experience in that. No, no. See, they know who I am. They know, they've known who I am for a very long time. I, I could tell you when they, uh, they really started monitoring me. That was in 2006. I got my wake-up call. I won't even go into detail, but uh, yeah, I had a moment where I went, ooh. <laughs> oh, so they really do. <laughs> they really do do that, huh? <laughs> so that's not just a conspiracy theory. <laughs> huh? You know, so they want information. They want the data. People don't understand. Damn, I'm going off topic. But people don't understand data and information. It's so important. To the most powerful people on the planet. People don't understand how important information, data, data, they want to know who you are, what you're talking about. They want to know because information is power, right? Knowledge is power. You could be, you could be the weakest person, small individual, tiny individual, and you could be going up against the biggest, baddest mother effer on the planet. But if that person has a weak spot and you know Let's say they, they have an injury. Um, they have a leg in, injury, right? And you know about that injury. Just that knowledge, just knowing about it gives you an advantage that you would not have had had you not known. They want to know. So, I asked the question again, what was this trucker protest really about? I'm not saying that the truckers uh, are are deep state. I'm not saying that. I support what they're doing. What I'm saying is why did they, why did Trudeau and the Canadian government allow it in the first place? They could have, what they're doing right now, rolling out law enforcement and talking about tear gassing people and arresting people and freezing bank accounts. They could have done that from the beginning. Why did they wait? Because they wanted the information. They wanted to see who would support the protests. They, they, they sat back, they watched, they made threats they collected data. They collected the information. They found out who was who. Because some people may have been just regular everyday citizens. And then all of a sudden they're supporting and, and, and uh, donating to the cause. So now they have the information. We are in an information war. So now the Canadian government has Information that they did not have on certain individuals. And it's a large sum of individuals. Oh, and believe me, the U.S., United States, good old United States of America, they're collecting that information also. Because I can guarantee you there's a lot of people from the United States of America that was donating to that cause also. 
Now, with that being said, um, I do believe that the protest was a necessary thing. It was necessary for so many different reasons. I just wish it happened sooner. It was necessary and it was wonderful to see um, because just like they're collecting information, we're also collecting data. We're also collecting info over here on this side. And we see that a lot of people, a lot of people supported the protest. They raised a lot of money and got a lot of support. Even with the media blackout, right? Even with the media blackout. So we were able to see here on this end how we could communicate Right. Even even in that situation, even in a scenario where you're not getting mainstream media coverage. This is a war. We are in the middle of a war. I'm going to get the rest of this before I, before I move on. It says here we are today serving notice. If your truck is being used in these illegal blockades, your corporate accounts will be frozen. Again, this is coming from um, the Canadian Deputy Prime Minister. It says we are today serving notice. If your truck is being used in the illegal blockades, your corporate accounts will be frozen. The insurance on your vehicle will be suspended. She continued. Adding at another point in the conference that personal financial accounts would be included in the order. Damn. Personal accounts. Not just corporate. It says, um, quote, here's a quote. Send your semi-trailers home. The Canadian economy needs them to be doing legitimate work not to be illegally making all making us all poorer, Freeland said. <laughs> so it's illegal to protest now. Yeah. Amazing man. These are these are boy, what a time to be alive. I hear people say that a lot and um I mean, these are the, it's amazing for me because I remember back in the day, we used to hear about, you know, all these conspiracy theories. The governments are going to, uh, they're going to release something, you know, uh, they're going to release some kind of, well, anyway, <laughs> it's going to be mandates and you're going to be forced to, you know, right. You used to hear all these conspiracy theories, right? So-called conspiracy theories. And uh you used to think, I used to think back in the day, like, oh, man, that's going to be like down the road sometime, right? Well, I forgot how long ago that was. That was, what, 2006, 2007, 2008? So, of course, yeah, it is down the road. It's right now. This is the road. We on we are on tyranny road. Highway to hell. That's where we're on. And if we don't push back now and put all this petty BS to the side, We will not make it. They've already taken too much away from us as it is now. The deep state is now coming at the cryptocurrency as I said they would. I predicted they would. It's coming from Reuters. It says FBI to form digital currency unit 
Justice Department taps new crypto SAR. Again, it's coming from Reuters. It says Justice Department has tapped a seasoned com- uh, computer crimes prosecutor to lead in its national cryptocurrency enforcement team and announced on Thursday that the FBI is launching a unit for blockchain analysis and virtual asset seizure. The creation of the FBI's virtual asset exploitation unit comes after the Justice Department's largest ever financial seizure earlier this month. It charged a married New York couple with allegedly laundering bitcoins now valued at over 4.5 billion that were stolen in the 2016 hack of the digital currency exchange Bitfinex. I believe that's how you say it. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Warren has been calling for this crackdown on crypto and they, they've got to monitor people's crypto. They've all oh, the illegals, the, the, um, the illegal activity that takes place via cryptocurrency. And, and I've been saying this for a long time. Uh, you're going to see regulations on crypto. Like you thought you would never see. There's no way in hell um with this finance with 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 this global not just the US economy but the global the global economy is getting ready to tank and just bottom out there's no way in hell they're not going to have really strict uh regulations on crypto i expect again i expect i'm con- for the 1000 1 millionth actually time I expect some kind of staged event to take place. And they're going to say that it was financed via crypto. You're going to see some kind of attack on a building or people somewhere. And they're going to say this group used crypto. To finance it. And they're going to use that as an excuse. To say that we must. Regulate and monitor cryptos even more. I can promise you. It's going to happen. It says here in the article. It says in a speech. At the Munchen, Munich. Excuse me. Munich. Cybersecurity conference in Germany. The um, deputy attorney. General. Lisa Monaco announced that uh, Yun Young Choi, a prosecutor who led the case against a Russian hacker who helped steal information about more than 80 million J.P. Morgan and Chase customers, will lead the department's cryptocurrency enforcement team. See, throwing words like this around. They're letting you know. They're telling you what's coming. Cryptocurrency enforcement team. It reminds me at the beginning of the pandemic, they had something called a um uh track and trace task, a task force, right? Coronavirus task force in New York. They were talking about it. And, um, you know, they throw these, they throw these words around They get you used to it. They normalize it. Crypto currency enforcement. <laughs> Isn't that something? Cryptocurrency enforcement team says Choi, who most recently served as Monaco's senior counsel worked for nearly a decade as a cybercrime coordinator and assistant U.S. attorney in New York. According to her LinkedIn profile, the U.S. attorney's in New York office, blah, 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 blah. Um, it says here, quote, 
We are issuing a clear warning to criminals who use cryptocurrency to fuel their schemes. That's what Monaco said. Again, listen to listen to what's being said here. We are issuing a clear warning to criminals who use cryptocurrency to fuel their their schemes. What did I just say? They are going to stage an event. They're going to say these criminals use crypto. I can listen. I know these people. I know these people. I know their game plan. I know that I have their playbook. I know how they operate. Anybody that pays attention a little bit knows how they operate. We know how they use false flags. We know how they use staged events. Um, they have people on the payroll. Okay. They, the more I look into, um, the more I look into cryptocurrency and I just, I scroll through different articles and the government's stance, the, the way the government speaks about cryptocurrency. It's another word I want to use. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but the way the government speaks about cryptocurrency, that word criminal is always used. Criminal. Cryptocurrency criminal. I'm telling you, these people, they are trying to, they're desperate, and and I, I keep on repeating it over and over, when people get desperate, they do desperate things. They do wicked things. They'll do whatever it takes. All right. That word criminal and cryptocurrency is being thrown around. Now, they're collecting everyone's data. They're collecting everyone's information. They're monitoring everyone online. Okay. They're seeing where you're, you know, where you stand politically. This whole entire pandemic, they've been able to collect that data, collect that information. They see what you post on social media. They're listening to your phone calls when you call your friends and your family. They hear what you're saying. You might as well just be talking to the public like I am right now. So they know where you stand. They know who's who. Information, knowledge is power, right? Now, what do you think they're going to do with that information when they start regulating crypto? I mean, like heavily. Just watch. What what do you think they're going to do? You have Trudeau in Canada freezing bank accounts. What do you think these people are going to do? People keep saying, oh, they can't do it. They can't do it. Crypto, you know, blockchain, da, 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 da. Just watch what they do. Watch. Once you stage an event, once gets, once something gets labeled a terrorist attack, right? Everything changes after that. The law you know, how they go about uh, prosecuting, everything changes. All they have to do is label crypto (laughs) a threat to homeland security, and it's over. They deem it a threat to homeland security, and I promise you. So they're setting the stage now. Elizabeth Warren was the first one that I saw jump out there. And she was, oh, good. Cryptocurrency. Terrorists can use it to to fund other terrorists. And I said, that's going to be that. There we go. That's going to be the story. And everywhere I see since then, I, I waited for it and waited for it and 
Now here we are. That was in 2021. 2022. Damn near every time I look at crypto articles from mainstream media talking about crypto, I see that word criminal. 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 Underground market or black market. Criminal activity funded by crypto. They're going to come down hard on it, especially right before the collapse of the economy. That's that's what I believe. All right. Well, if things couldn't get any crazier, it just did. Uh, apparently, there's a such thing as meat supremacy. I kid you not. This is coming from the red state meat supremacy. Eating meat is a part of white supremacist patriarchal world view. Again, this is coming from the red state. Dot com of the red state. If we learned anything from inhabitants of planet Looney Tunes over the last couple of years, it is this. Anything and everything that left doesn't like is racist, misogynist, excuse me misogynistic and worse um and by races we're talking about uh systematic racism which is tied to white supremacy and the ridiculous notion that all white people at birth solely because of the color of their skin are inherently racist and for which they must atone by living proactively against or excuse me anti-racist lives so um they're talking about meat supremacy apparently is a thing now. As reported by Sky News, author and animal rights activist Carol J. Adams believes choosing to eat meat is linked to white supremacy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Patriarchal world view. All oh, these people are, are just. Is this a white woman? I bet you it is. It says, and just how crazy is Adams? During a Oxford Union debate on the topic beyond meat. Oh, my God. Oh, this is this is this is bad. It says in the UK, in the UK, she declared White supremacists weaponize eating meat, eggs, and dairy to reclaim their wounded masculinity. There you go. There you go, folks. There you have it. There you go. (laughs) Unreal. Unbelievable. But this is where we are. And in 10 years, believe it or not, there's... We are heading in a direction where I swear to God, eating meat will be like, you know how people during the pandemic, they looked at you like you were, there was something wrong with you if you didn't wear a mask. That's going to be eating meat in like 10 years. They're going to be like, oh my God, you ate steak, but it won't be like you ate steak. It'll be like, oh my God. God, you ate another human being? You're like, no, I ate an animal. It was, no, no, you ate something that was able to think and had a brain? No, I I ate an animal. No, you ate another human being. Because, you know, lefty liberals, they're stupid like that, right? They, they really are stupid like that. And, and, and we, for some reason, keep giving these people the benefit of the doubt of not being stupid morons, right? They're so stupid. Bill Maher is trying to figure out a way, and he's nothing but a puppet in a shield, right? We all know this, Okay. We, we we know this dude is greased in, right? 
But even he is kind of like, eh, you guys are kind of making me look bad. Let me slide over here a little bit. But even he is kind of like, I don't know if I want to be associated with the left anymore. These people are crazy. So now they're trying to say that eating meat is linked to white supremacy. You can't make this up. I remember I told a joke when the pandemic, when the pandemic first hit, I was saying they're going to say that farting will cause the spread. And it was a joke. I said it on my show way back then. And I'll be damned if I didn't see an article within like a month of me saying that. That literally asked the question, can farting too much cause the spread? They were actually entertaining this. Now, meat is racist. But I'm the crazy one, though. I'm the conspiracy theorist. I'm the I'm the one that needs to be questioned. I my sanity, and I know I'm wild, right? I know I'm out there. But damn, how the hell did you link meat eating meat with white supremacy? I'm gonna tell you how. It's projection. They take. The liberals, the left, they take whatever they are and they project it on other people. Like like the crazy white woman that was beating up a black man in an elevator because he didn't wear a mask and she was calling him all kinds of names, harassing him, and at the same time screaming Black Lives Matter. (laughs) Like, you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. White supremacists weaponize eating meat, eggs, dairy to reclaim their wounded masculinity. That's according to author and animal rights activist Carol J. Adams. Yeah, man. Oh, but I'm the crazy one, though. I'm the crazy one. And there's a tweet here um, from Carol J. Adams <laughs> that says the pornography of meat. And I guess uh, she's the author. Is this a book? Let me read this article a little bit more. It says, as one of her proof sources noted, Sky Adams, excuse me, Sky Adams used the 9-11 attack and a black man being elected president of the United States as an example of how she believes white men are reclaiming their wounded masculinity with meat, eggs, and dairy thing. This, again, the, this coming from the red state. It says here, that's why after 9-11, a focus on men as heroes and on meat eating became part of the reclamation um, of wounded masculinity. When a black man was elected as U.S. president, we saw how white this wounded masculinity was. White supremacists weaponized eating meat, eggs, dairy images of milk drinking white men, of platters groaning with meat and baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of neo-Nazi messaging. Unbelievable that uh, this is actually 
Oh, my goodness. Well, I I mean, you know, the world has gone to hell. Um, And eating meat is now racist. So, God forbid you have a, I mean, if you have a turkey burger, then I guess you are prejudiced, right? If you have a regular cheeseburger, then I guess you are a, I guess you are a Ku Klux Klan member. And if you have a T-bone steak, then you are just full-blown Hitler. German Nazi at that point. These people actually exist in the world, but I'm the crazy one. I'm the lunatic. I'm the conspiracy theorist. See, this doesn't, here's the crazy part. This is how you know the world is upside down. They don't call this a conspiracy theory. They call this freedom of speech. A woman saying something crazy like this she's celebrating I'm the conspiracy theorist though right for calling out Klaus Schwab oh no no no. I'm crazy I'm the conspiracy theorist I see how this works I see how that works oh and she's a white woman too by the way that you know this world is is gone. It's gone. Okay, so now I'm going to do the show that I was supposed to have done before I went off the script and start cussing everyone out. Um, Ontario to end vaccine passport requirements on March the 1st. This is coming from Breitbart. Ontario... It's going to end vaccine passport requirements on March the 1st. It's, again, it's from Breitbart. Um, it says Ontario will end its vaccine passport requirements on March the 1st, 2022. The province announced Monday in a press um, press release claiming key public health and health system indicators on continuing to improve. The province announced it will ease the next set of restrictions this week. On uh, February the 17th. Now this is BS. Um, This is really. They don't want to give credit to the truckers. The truckers have. uh, Caused. This jackass Trudeau. To. Back down. He went into hiding like a little punk bitch. And um, so anyway, this is uh, the aftermath of this. But I want to say that um, this is happening because what the powers to be, what the elites are doing, and this is why you shouldn't be celebrating. I, I know I shouldn't. Damn it. I shouldn't poo-poo on people's parades, but I'm sorry. You know, I'm pissing on your parade right now because a lot of people are going to, oh, look at look at what we've accomplished. But the powers that be are just gauging people. They're trying to see what they can do and what they can get away with. And I keep stressing this. We can say we're winning all we want to. But the truth is, these people have gotten away with murder, literally. These people should be tried for not just treason, but for murder, crimes against humanity. Crimes against humanity. These people, it's not enough to just say, oh, well, you know, they're, they're loosening the restrictions. See, you see where they've got us? Shouldn't have been no damn restrictions in the first place. You see where they've got us? 
I'm going to try to keep this clean. I'm going to try not to cuss everyone out. Uh, when you listen to the uncensored version, you'll understand. I went off on a tangent. I, I went off. I'm just so tired of this. I'm tired of it. But anyways, um, getting back to the story here, it says, um, they're claiming that key public health and health system indicators are continuing to improve the province announced it will ease the next set of restrictions this week on February the 17th, increasing social gathering limits at a variety of places. Indoor social gathering spaces will see a capacity increase to 50. Now, I want you, I want you to think about what was going on here. They're pretending like they're giving you something. Like you weren't born free. Like, and they have, they have truthers, so-called truthers, celebrating that certain restrictions are being uh, taken away. First of all, a free person should not be celebrating that certain restrictions are being taken away. They've taken away your freedom. Period. If you can't see that, I don't know what else to say. All right. So they said that they they are. Uh, let me get back to this article here. This, again, this is from Breitbart. This is not from me. This is not from the Mar Report. This is a Breitbart story. It says increasing social gathering limits at a variety of places. Indoor social gathering spaces will see a capacity increase to 50. Oh, isn't that nice? They're, they are increasing capacity to 50. And indoor public settings where proof of vaccination is required will have a capacity limits, re, will have capacity limits removed completely. But they're still requiring pass, uh, vaccine passport. Um, that's what it sounded like. Now, Breitbart says in the, here in the title, Ontario to end vaccine passport requirements on March the 1st. So I don't know what's going on here. The article is saying it's still indicating or, or implying that uh there's still going to be proof of vaccination here. So I, I, I don't know what's going on. here. Um, it says, it says that includes restaurants, bars, cinemas, casinos, and fitness facilities. However, the major changes will begin on March the 1st as the province will lift all remaining capacity limits as well as proof of vaccination requirements. Individual businesses, the government stress may continue to require patrons to show proof of vaccination. Now, what this sounds like to me is that uh, what they're going to do is what Poopy Pants Biden did uh, when he lost his damn um Supreme Court situation there with the proof of vaccination for businesses with 100 employees or more is they're going to put pressure on companies to enforce these rules. Again, I'm not trying to piss on nobody's parades, but I've already pissed on your parade. I just I'm not in the mood to celebrate a damn thing. These people have gotten away with murder. You know, do do we really sit back and really think about what these people have done for the past two years? How they've lied. Not to me and you, because we know better, but I'm talking about think about the innocent people who let's just be honest. Most people don't keep up with this stuff. People don't know about the Davos group. People don't know about 
the World Economic Excuse me, World Economic Forum. They don't they don't know about Klaus Schwab. They don't know about uh, Bill Gates's depopulation program. They don't know about the the what he's done to to Africa and to India and the you know the testing of of Fauci testing beagles and and killing beagles to experiment and and how he bragged about a fact uh, excuse me how he bragged about a virus uh outbreak that's going to occur he talked about this in 2017 he said the Trump administration would see a nasty outbreak they were bragging and laughing about this way back in 2017 they don't know. They don't know about Dr. Peter Dasik bragging about uh, how they were able to manipulate five different coronaviruses. They, they don't know, right? So these people are unsuspecting, un able to comprehend the evil that these people have uh have done they they don't know they don't know why i'm angry they think i'm crazy they think you're crazy they think all the you know we're just some crazy conspiracy theorists you know they don't know what's going on in this world they don't know that there's a group of people that want to see the United States fall so that it could have a United Nations. They don't know. They don't understand. When you say new world order to them, they don't know what that means. They think it's something that, that just some, some cuckoo in a basement somewhere created or came up with this crazy conspiracy theory. They don't understand. So the unsuspecting, the unknowing, the misinformed, the uninformed, still don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get that the powers that be have taken away your freedom so they could give you minimum freedom, right? They take away this and then they give you that. They don't get it. They don't get it. I saw the video with the with the children jumping up and down because uh, the mask mandates have been lifted. And on you know, on one side you're like, yeah, you know, that's that's good. But on the other side you you're looking at it and you're going, children should have never went through that. These children should have never went through that in the first damn place. Never. Now they're talking about vaccination for the children under five years old. We know what this is. Come on, man. Um, Let me get back to this damn article before I go off and have to put this on the uncensored. Matter of fact, let me say this. Um, Morrow 1290 and 1290 ATW has something called the uncensored version. It's 20, excuse me, it's 1290 uncensored. Every once in a blue moon, I do this. I, I I do these shows, and I end up getting pissed off, and I cuss everyone out. So if you're into that, go there. Uh, Morrow twelve ninety. You won't hear it on the Morrow Report. I'll try not to put that type of stuff on the Morrow Report because I get really bad. I get really really bad. I get pissed off bad. Okay, pissed off bad. I'm a, I'm not I'm not normal. Okay, I've come to this conclusion a long time ago. I'm not normal. I'm I get pissed off. Like F your family pissed off. Like F your your children. F everyone you love pissed off. Okay? I get like that. I try not to put that stuff on the Mar report because if people that have been listening to me on Spotify on Spreaker on SoundCloud, wherever you've been listening to me at for a long time, you know I get like that. So they understand why I had I had to create another uh, channel just for that 
because I, I get I get bad sometimes. All right. I will bomb you. I'm not the person you want to troll. I will bomb you. And don't care how you feel about it. I am I'm different. Okay? I don't care about any of this stuff. I don't care about being liked. I don't care about being loved. Okay? I hate this place. I hate this world. I hate this current condition that we're in. I'm different. Alright? I'm not in there not in it for the nice little likes and then and, and, you know and that oh love love me. I hate that. I'm different. I'm telling you. Um, let me get back to this stupid ass story here. Um, it says uh, and that's no disrespect to Breitbart, but I'm just I'm irritated at the fact that people are celebrating like we won something and we've accomplished something. We didn't win any. We we did not win anything. It says here in the article. Let me pretend like I'm a, a professional, like I actually give a damn, right? Um. It says includes, and it's talking about the restrictions, restaurants, bars, cinemas, casinos, and fitness facilities. However, the major changes will begin on March 1st as the province will lift all remaining capacity limits as well as proof of vaccination requirements. Individual businesses, the government stress may continue to require patrons to show proof of vaccination that goes back into what i was saying about they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna put pressure on these businesses to do it while pretending like they're not doing it okay they're gonna leave it up to the businesses themselves hoping that they will comply uh says masking requirements will remain in place at this time oh looky looky now right because they're gonna go back to their bs all right, this is what they do. They loosen the restrictions and then they put them back in. It says masking requirements will remain in place at this time with this specific timeline to lift this measure to be communicated at a later date. The press release reads, oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that just wonderful? The powers that be, the elites, the global oligarchs, they're going to tell you when the mass mandates will be uh, released. Isn't that just wonderful? Since thanks to the efforts of Ontarians to help blunt the transmission of Omicron, our health care indicators suggest a general improvement in the COVID-19 situation in the province uh, Dr. Kirian Moore, Chief Medical Officer of Health, said in a statement, We are now in a position to lift more public health measures, but it is important to stay vigilant as we don't want to cause any further disruption to people's everyday lives. More, more continued, uh, says we must continue to prevent the transmission of COVID-19 in our communities by following the measures in place and by vaccinating those who have not yet received their doses. Yeah. They're still pretending like the, the like the shot actually stops the spread. Isn't that something? Again, for the one millionth and twenty ninth time, the head of the CDC, what's her what's her name, um, Rochelle Walensky, stated on CNN, "I swear to God, on my mother's grave, I'm not lying to you." She said, "COVID nineteen." is not stopped by getting vaccinated. I swear to God on my mother's grave, the head of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, I'm not lying. She said out of her own mouth, it does not. The vaccine does not 
It does not stop the spread. Yet these people are continuing to push this narrative like somehow taking the vaccine. will stop the spread. So it's not about safety. It's not about public safety. It's never been about that. So um, continuing with this article here um, from Breitbart, by the way, I want to make sure I keep saying that. It's not my article. Um, I do post stuff on the Mar Report. It's all my opinion mainly. Um, on the Mar report, um, don't get me confused with the Washington Post, New York Times. I know you won't anyway, but I'm just saying that. Um, and Mar twelve ninety, you can go there too. Um, but it says here in in Breitbart, it says nowhere in the press release did the province mention the impact of Canadian Freedom Convoy. The group of truckers protesting Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's heavy-handed coronavirus mandates. Um, and they didn't mention it because, again, why mention it? Okay. They're just blowing people off. They, they, they're not going to mention the, the convoy because, first of all, they've already said publicly that the convoy was no big deal. It was just a fringe group, small group of people. You know, they call them, they call them everything. Conspiracy theorists, white supremacists, you know, that's their favorite go-through, go-to, excuse me. That's their favorite go-to whenever, and I'm saying this as a black man, say whatever the hell you want to say. I don't care. Whenever uh, the elites have an agenda, they always use race as a way to get what they want accomplished. They always hide behind the black community. And um, I've been saying this for a long time, you know, and black people are waking up to it now for some damn reason. Now they're starting to wake up to it, but it's still a lot of them still asleep for whatever reason. The game that they're playing is, um, Oh, damn, I don't feel like going off on a tangent. I'm going to start cursing and then I'm going to have to put this on uncensored. I'm never going to get the Mar report done. Um, they always play this game where they have an agenda, right? They'll get some sellout black tap dancer. I'm going to use that instead of saying what I really want to say. Someone who's blackmailed, who's in this system, they'll get that person that's like a Barack Obama to be the forefront or, or, or Colin Kaepernick or somebody like that. They'll get that person to step out in the front and be the, the face or the spokesperson for the black community. Now, if you're not paying attention, you don't know what this person is doing. You don't know that they're leading you to the slaughter, like like the like the um what is it, the Judas goat, right? So they play this game with the black community. They attach whatever their agenda is to the black community, right? Just like they've attached. Excuse me. Excuse me. They have attached um, communism, socialism, Marxism to the black community. They always do this. Then, whenever anyone else, white community, right, and even black people, even black people that are pro-America, whenever they speak out against the BS that these sellouts like Al Sharpton, Barack Obama, these sellout black people are preaching whatever they're preaching, whenever they speak, whenever we speak out against them, they either, if you're black, like me, they'll say you're a sellout. If you're white, they'll say you're a white supremacist. That's the game that they play. They've been playing that game for years, but we can see it clearly now, right? If you're paying attention, that's the game that they play. So um, without 
without going off on a tangent, I just want to say um, what they're doing in Canada right now is or what they tried to do. They tried to call these people white supremacists, uh, conspiracy theorists, fringe. They, they called them everything. Of course, deplorables, everything under, under the sun. They named them everything under, under the sun. They do not want to give them credit for for causing this um for causing this uh I guess you can say uh adjustment. All right. And and the and the um the press release that's coming out about the province having to loosen their restrictions they're never going to give credit to the truckers because then that will start people to think to themselves well hey wait a minute if they did it then we can do it too right they do not want that uh poopy pants biden here in america he's just i mean he's like screw that (laughs) we're gonna go to war damn it (laughs) because he's you know obama's in his ear telling them look Look, poopy pants, Biden. Um, we've already lost the narrative on COVID. We need a new crisis. Cause like, uh, what's this jackass? Um, what's his name? In my, what's his name? Damn it, Rahm Emanuel. Like he once said, "Never let a good crisis go to waste." Right. So they need they need a new crisis. They already did the COVID thing. It's it's got no people. They they the 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 dumb the dumbass uh Dems are even starting to go. Duh, 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 duh. I don't know about the COVID thing. I think we should move on from that. The we have the the uh 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 what is it the uh, midterms coming up and you know it's turning out that COVID. Restrictions are not popular anymore. Maybe we should move on. Right? So now they're like, uh, yeah, we need to switch this thing up. We need a new crisis. And what's going to be the new crisis? Russia, Ukraine. Or they're going to they're gonna stage some kind of event. They're going to stage some kind of bombing. They're going to say it was white supremacists. And so it was a Trump supporter. And, you know, that'll be that. So that's that's what we have to look forward to. The future's pretty bleak, I'm telling you.